1: Sit in friends in the morning. Entertaining and informative.
0: Ooh, you're my best
1: 77 WABC. There's the birthday boy, John Sterling. 85 and loving it. Thriving at 85. And...
0: At the belt. And now the 3-2 swung on. A pop foul back here. Ah. hit me I didn't know it was coming back that far (laughs) so once again it'll be a (laughs) 3-2 John Sterling happy birthday to John I didn't know John was born the same day as our country was John's almost as old as the country John turned eighty-five yesterday. The great voice of the Yankees on WFAN radio, along with Susan Waldman. Happy birthday, John Sterling! I'm going to play this. Talking about sports, Stephen A. Smith, who I like uh, most days, and some days he's just a racist jackass. Just is. And talented guy makes a lot of money. I think only Pat McAfee makes more to ESPN than Stephen A. Smith does. But uh, every now and then, they you know he shows he shows his true colors. Like the mayor has done a lot lately, a lot. So we'll play that uh, coming up later. We're also going to talk to Peter King and the great writer, director, producer, and actor Paul Borghese. Lara Trump was just terrific, wasn't she? God, I love her. I got to tell you, when I approached uh, Darren, Liz Pipko's husband, months ago and said, Lara, every two weeks would be great. I didn't think it was going to happen, but it happens every two weeks, like clockwork. And, of course, her father-in-law was on about a month ago. He'll be back in the next two weeks. I'm waiting on Sergio Gore with the exact date for that. But uh, my guess right now, this guy's doing a terrific job. i got to tell you, they gave him an extra hour because he's doing so well on Sundays. So last Sunday was a blockbuster day here because you had Andrew Giuliani from 2 to 3. you had Trump on, and then you had Roger Stone from 3 to 5. I've always liked Roger Stone, always liked him. And uh, now he's got two hours on Sunday, uh, part of our weekend lineup. And here he is making his second visit to this program The aforementioned Roger Stone. Roger, good morning, buddy. How are you?
1: Shane, always great to be with you. Same here.
0: Thank you very much. Thank you. And uh, a lot of Joe Biden stuff in the news today. I want to start with something that just happened, which is the White House now has been told to stay away from social media companies because a judge determined that the White House made sure that Facebook and Twitter and all these social media spots did not run the stories on Hunter Biden. They censored. And now the judge is saying, White House, you got to stay away from these social media sites. That's a big deal against Joe Biden, no?
1: Well, I'll talk about closing the barn door after the horse has already escaped. Right. Yes. Right. Uh, in other words, look, we know that, uh, that Anthony Blinken, our current Secretary of State, He's the guy who went out and ran and rounded up 51 current and former intelligence officers to co-sign a letter claiming that Hunter Biden's laptop was a fugazi, that it was Russian disinformation. Just in time for the election, just to give Joe a talking point in the final debate with Donald Trump, uh, polls after the, the election show, 17% of the people say had they known about Hunter and what Hunter was up to. They would have voted differently. But, of course, they didn't know. So while this may be good news for 2024, unfortunately, we're stuck with this chadroule in the White House now, whether we like it or not. I love it. Uh, Those are two great. (laughs) Roger Stone from
0: downtown. I like it. Uh, You're right. You're right. It's a bit late, but uh, we'll take uh, victories. I guess it's better than never. But talking about Biden and his run, I think people are starting to figure it out. Democrats. A few independents, certainly, and Republicans we hate his guts. And there's a guy running against him named RFK Jr. And I haven't had him on yet, Roger. I know you have. Frank Marano has. I played a lot of his clips. Uh, O'Reilly and I had a long discussion about RFK a couple of days ago. He's still at about 20%. He's still a good 35 points behind Biden. So he's not really a legitimate competitor yet. But who knows? He's in second, and he does speak to a lot of people. He's a Democrat, but he says a lot of things that I even like. What are your thoughts on RFK, and do you think Biden is starting to lose sleep over this guy?
1: Uh, he hasn't yet, but he, w- but he should. In other words, I- I'm very impressive. Look, I'm 100% for Donald Trump. Everyone knows that. Uh, on the other hand, Don- Don- I like the idea of a bipartisan national unity ticket. Uh, we're extraordinary times in the country. We do need people, leaders who will bring us together rather than divide us apart. So the idea of Trump-Kennedy is intriguing to me. Oh,
0: let me stop you right there. Let me stop you right there. It is intriguing to me, too, and it's brilliant. I mean, it would be easier to pick Carrie Lake, like I just mentioned, or Tim Scott or Nancy Mace. What you're talking about is brilliant because now he gets his base, he gets independents and Democrats as well. My question is, while it's intriguing to Roger Stone, you know Donald Trump as well as anybody Is it at all realistic?
1: Well, the real question, Sid, is is it realistic today or will it be realistic next August when both men would have to make a decision? As of today, I don't think Robert Kennedy would consider it. In fact, he said that he wouldn't. And I don't think Donald Trump has it in mind based on everything I know. But that's today. In the meantime, late Friday, I don't know if you saw this, this just blows my mind. The Biden administration announced that they're going to keep a number of the documents regarding the assassination of of Robert Kennedy's uncle, John Kennedy, sealed forever. Yes. Uh, And Robert Kennedy was, I think, very strong in his denunciation of this. Uh, Let me get this straight. The reason they give us is, quote, national security reasons. But the Warren Commission tells us that there was no international involvement in John Kennedy's death, tells us there were no foreign actors involved. In 1976, the Congress passed a law that mandated the release of all these documents. Said it's been 60 years, 60 years. Methods and sources, there's nobody involved in the JFK assassination who's still alive. They just do not want the American people to know what happened, it's an outrage. And for him to say, well, these documents will be out of, uh, it will be sealed forever, I think the next president might have a different idea.
0: Well, let me ask you two questions about this. Again, this is the great Roger Stone. He does a tremendous show. In fact, we gave him a second hour on Sundays. He's now won three to five because he's so good. Uh, let's start with question number one. What would be Biden's motivation to keep him sealed?
1: I think this is 100% the CIA. Donald Trump told me, When the deadline came during his administration, he released tens of thousands of documents. But at the last minute, Mike Pompeo of the CIA, I'm not even sure that guy's really Italian. Anyway, Mike Pompeo (laughs) of the CIA, uh, at the last minute, convinced the president that some of them should be uh, held back for, quote, unquote, further review. Well, in bureaucratic talk, that means never. Uh, And now the, the decision moves to Biden. Several weeks ago, Biden announced that he too would release material, and he did release some material, but it's mostly innocuous. What everybody wants to see, what Robert Kennedy says he believes, Robert Kennedy Jr. says he believes, which I believe, is the Central Intelligence Agency, the Secret Service, the FBI – Vice President Lyndon Baines Johnson. All of these people are complicit. Yep. And that is what they're hiding.
0: Yeah. I agree uh, and, I, I agree with that too. I agree with that too. My question then becomes and the, mob, and the mob. Yeah, and the mob too, of course. I mean, listen, Kennedy, God rest his soul, handsome man, charismatic, all those things. But this guy Neil got he nearly got us destroyed by Cuba. He's in bed with Sanji and Como. He's banging chicks every night in the Oval Office. He may have killed with his brother, maybe alleged Marilyn Monroe. This guy was a mess. I'm sorry, he was a mess. But I will ask you about uh, Lee Harvey Oswald then. So you think he did it? But he was just working for the CIA. But well, what is what is your theory on all that? Uh, I
1: think he did not do it. What does he say when they bring him out in public? I'm a patsy. I didn't shoot anyone. He says here's the simple point: if he shot somebody, why are there no nitrate burns on his chest or his hands? Right. He has a leaky car- twenty nine dollar Carcano Italian Army carbine. But he supposedly shot somebody that day, but the, but the test shows that there, there are no gunpowder marks on his chest or his arms. No, I think he was set up. In fact, this Sunday, Judith Very Baker, who the Warren Commission identifies as Lee Harvey Oswald's mistress, is going to be on my show to address exactly this point. Wow. Three o'clock, right here at WABC. Uh, what time will that be, Roger? Three o'clock. Eastern, 3 o'clock Eastern on WABC. No, I know you're on no. at 3.
0: No, I know you're on at 3. Is she at the very top of the show? I'm,
1: I'm trying to put her at the top. Okay, yeah, gotcha.
0: Awesome. Roger Stone, 3 to 5 every Sunday. Roger's great. You hear him right here, right now. A uh, fascinating conversation here about RFK. Spoke a bit about uh, Joe Biden. Yesterday uh, was the 4th of July, Roger, and I just admitted to Larry Trump, uh, your friend Donald's daughter-in-law, that um, while I enjoyed the fireworks and I love this country, and I still think – despite Biden being the worst president ever, I still think we're the best country in the world. But my excitement this weekend was met with a little solemn. I was solemn because uh, I, my city's a mess, my state's a mess, my country's a mess, and I need Trump back. Did you feel the same way? Did you feel good and bad during yesterday's holiday?
1: Well, I felt good because, uh, you know, one more year we get to celebrate our freedoms. I felt badly because I, I see our freedom slowly being taken away. Now, this Supreme Court decision that you opened the show with, while it's a very good sign, uh, you know, I'm still not convinced that we're going to have an honest, fair, uh, transparent, honest election in 2024. We have a lot of questions about anomalies and irregularities in the last one. I'm not making any specific claim because I'm not an expert on this, but in all honesty, we need to have a system in place to ensure that our next election really reflects the will of the people.
0: I agree, and I've had so many friends, Roger, say to me, I want to vote for Trump, but what good is it? He's not going to win anyway. And, you know, the last thing we could afford to have in 2024, I know you had 71 million votes last time, but it's a low Republican turnout because they believe their votes don't count. So I guess uh, the question is, I know you're not an expert on this, but how do we fix it? What do we do?
1: Well, there's so many imponderables, though, Sid. Are we going to be in World War III by then? What Maybe what happens? What happens in, what happens in <laughs> Ukraine? Right. What, what will gasoline prices be a year from now? They're pretty bad where I am now. I don't know about you. Uh, we're gonna have a continuation of the epic inflation that we've had. Will the Chinese have gone into Taiwan by then? I mean. <laughs> It's, you know, in, yeah. in politics, a, a week is a lifetime, <laughs> never mind You're a, right.
0: a year. Well, before I hang up, this is such a great conversation, I want to get your thoughts on the Ukraine. Uh, I've been on the record for a long time, and my late partner Bernard McGurk, God rest his soul, We're not for this. You know, we want the Russians and Ukrainians to figure it out. Billions and billions and billions of dollars. Uh, Putin doesn't care. We're not stopping Putin from doing anything. In fact, if Putin, and he is losing this war, we know that. But if Putin doesn't win, it's because he beats himself. It's not because of us. I'd like to see us get out. When people say six billion is not a lot of money, let me tell you something. I looked at what infrastructure costs, education costs. Six billion, Roger, goes a long way. And we spent over a hundred billion on this war already. What are Roger Stone's thoughts on Ukraine Russia?
1: Well, I had General Michael Flynn on my WABC show, not last weekend, but the weekend before that. He would challenge the idea that the Russians are losing. Uh, He thinks what we get is a lot of war propaganda love the New York Post, but if you believe them, uh, you know, the Ukrainians are kicking the daylights out of the Russians. No general, no military guy I know, and I know a lot of them retired and some active, believe that that is the case. So uh, what's really disturbing is there are no peace talks even going on. No, They're not even at the table. In fact, we now know that the Ukrainians and the Russians had two tentative peace agreements that would have stopped the killing but they were both nixed by Joe Biden's State Department. This is where I really think this is Donald Trump's potential strong suit issue. He is the one guy who has the credibility. He cut off the Russian pipeline. He's the guy who gave offensive missiles uh, to the Ukrainians. He knows all, everybody involved. I really think, he, and he's a dealmaker. Let's face it, he's a dealmaker. I honestly think he says he could end this war in 24 hours. Okay, that may be an exaggeration. I'll give him
0: 48. I think he can do do it. I'm with you. I agree. Hey, you're great. You are. And your uh, your Sunday show is great. Again, 3 to 5, right after Andrew, every Sunday afternoon. Thank you very much, Roger, for coming on today. Continued success. We'll do it again very soon, buddy. I'll be listening Sunday. Thank you so much.
1: It's great to be here. Many thanks.
0: You too. That's the great Roger Stone. He is terrific, folks. Check him out, 3 to 5, every Sunday afternoon.